You're listening to the 1208 Podcast from 1208 Greenwood Free Methodist Church in downtown Jackson, Michigan. Okay, well, I'm just going to start with some prayer because I feel like I need it and who couldn't use some prayer, right? So um, if you would just bow your heads with me. Um, Dear Lord, I just am so thankful to be up here and just speaking to everyone um, today. And I just ask that you would put the words that you want for me to speak today in my mouth. And um, let me just speak it over this church. And if there's even just people that are supposed to hear this message later on, that they would hear this message and um, that they would come to this passage of scripture and um, come to the co- like conclusion that I did if it need be and have just the scriptures stand out to them that they need, Lord. And I just ask that you would calm my mind, calm my heart, just... Um, I just ask that your peace and your presence would fill this place today. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, so I was going to start off with a different thing, but um, I woke, well, I shouldn't even say I woke up. Last night, I just kind of started doubting myself. I don't know if we have some doubters in here, but I am for sure a doubter. And um, I actually woke up on time actually before I was even supposed to wake up today, which I love sleep and have not been getting enough of it because of finals and stuff. But um, I felt like I needed to come in here early and just have a moment with Jesus in the inner room today. And so I got here early. I said, Jamin, if you don't need me, I'm going to go to the inner room and I am going to just have some time with Jesus. And I sat down and I sat down on the couch and I was immediately going to like start looking at my sermon and I felt like God just said, I want you to come to me right now. And so I went to him and I said, God, I'm just doubting myself this morning. I know these thoughts aren't from you, but I just feel so much like pressure and so many thoughts in my brain that I know are not of you. Um, But I can't seem to not believe the thoughts that I'm hearing. And so then he said to me, just speak from your heart. And that line right there just like spoke to me, you know? And um, so then, then he also reminded me about a day that uh, me and Jamin had been having like a healing session in there. And at the end, Jamin always, if you've ever had a healing session with Jamin, he says, all right, now let's go back to Jesus at the end and see if um, like we're done or if there is like any closing words. And a lot of times, God will give me some closing words. And so this day, he just really spoke the most. Like it was like I wasn't even speaking anymore. It was like God just took over my mouth and just was like spewing things, not even just talking about me, but talking about Jamin too. And in this moment, God had um, told me that because I said, I feel unequipped, Lord. And it didn't matter who would tell me that I had it in me or that I was called. Like, I just could not believe it or believe in myself. And so God knew that I was struggling with that in that moment. And he spoke to me and he said, 
I chose people in the Bible not because they were qualified or they were equipped or they were the best person for the job. I chose them because of their heart and their obedience. And he said, those are two things that I see in you. Your heart for Jesus and that your obedience, even when it's really hard to do the hard things. So I don't know. I just felt like I needed to talk about that moment today because how many times do we just wake up in the morning and we try to go to God and we just doubt ourselves and we're already in this mindset like today's going to be a bad day and um, the devil definitely tried to tell me today was going to be a bad day and I feel like God just tried to write it and so um, I just wanted to start off with that. Um, But now I'm actually going to get into what I was supposed to talk about today and so this is how I was originally going to start my mass, like my message today, and tell you that I am normally a Christmas fanatic. Normally, okay? I am like Cindy Lou Who, and I'm like, let's do this thing, let's get all the lights, let's like do the whole shebang. And let me just tell you, this year, I'm pretty sure I'm the Grinch. Okay, I don't want to listen to Christmas music. I do not want to do the lights. I do not want to do Christmassy things. I do not want to listen to a Christmas passage. I don't want to do any of it. All right, this is just me being like honest, raw, real here for you guys. Um, And honestly, I've been through some really hard things in my life and never have I been a Grinch at Christmas. Like you can call my mom right now and ask her and she would tell you that I'm normally like crazy about Christmas. And so I said... Jamin, do I have to do a Christmas passage? And he was like, no, you don't, you don't have to. And I was like, okay, well then I'm just going to like allow the Holy Spirit to take me wherever he wants to take me. And so um, where he took me, I didn't think it was any part of the Christmas passage. And then come to find out that Jamin says this word magnificat, and I think he's kidding. No, he's not kidding. He's real. This is a real thing. It's really in the Bible. And it's about... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, Jamin says weird things, okay? So this is kind of normal. But um, anyways, so I go and I'm like, this is like a real thing. Like this is when, how did I like always miss this? I mean, I'm literally a pastoral ministry major, you know? How did I miss this? And uh, Mary has this moment where she really shouldn't be singing to the Lord. Like she shouldn't be like all about praising him because she just got told that she's pregnant but she's a virgin so like those two things just like normally don't go together and now she's like gotta tell her husband well like the guy you know that she's pregnant and hey you're not the one that impregnated me the holy spirit did you know and so it's just like wow in this moment she's singing praise what this is so weird um so anyways so I decided I'm going to really look into all this. And the passage that I went to where all of this happens is Luke 1. So I'm going to pull up Luke 1 right now. You can too if you want. And so I went back through all of Luke 1. I said, I'm just going to start from the top and read it all the way through. And so the first thing that stood out to me was um, that they touch on Elizabeth first. And... For everyone that doesn't know the story of Elizabeth, Elizabeth was um, old, so was her husband, you know, like, they're not of, you know, 
age where they should be having children. You know, she doesn't think she's ever going to have a child. And God's like, hey, I'm going to get you pregnant. Like, you're going to have a kid. And something that I've never, that's like never stood out to me before is Luke 1, 24. And it says, so this was after um, she already had her moment with God. God told her she's going to be pregnant. So then it says, after these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she kept herself hidden, saying, thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. This stood out to me because I thought to myself, she kept it hidden for five months. Five months. And I thought to myself, How lonely was Elizabeth that she went five months without getting to, like, share this joy with people that she's pregnant, you know? And so that was the first thing that really stood out to me. And then the second thing that stood out to me is in the next part where this is where now Jesus is talking to, um, I mean, God is talking to Mary. Sorry. God is talking to Mary. And so he's telling her, you know, you're going to be the virgin birth. And he says, well, she says, this is 129. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And then it made me think, where was another term in the Bible where it was greatly troubled? And then it took me back to Jesus and how he was praying for God to take this this thing away that he didn't want to deal with anymore. You know, he didn't want to have to put himself on the cross and die for our sins and suffer for us. And, um, and there it also says that he was greatly troubled. And I thought to myself, this is actually so much deeper than what I've read before in the past and how hard it was for Elizabeth and how hard it was for Mary to go through what they're going through and how how hard it must have been. And so then, then I went down to verse 139. And this is where Mary visits Elizabeth. And she says, and it says, in those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby in her womb, the baby weep nope not weep so just kidding (laughs) and when elizabeth heard the greeting of mary the baby leaped in her womb and elizabeth was filled with the holy spirit and she exclaimed with a loud cry blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb and why is this granted to me that the mother of my lord should come to me for behold when the sound of your greeting came to my ears the baby in my womb leaped for joy and blessed is she who believes that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. I promise I'm going to tie all these things together. And so this just really matched up with this moment I had with the Lord. Because lately, especially this month, my life has been hard. Really hard. Um, I don't trust people well. I've had a lot of things happen in my life in the past, and I gave 
a lot of my life story to someone in my life and they betrayed me and it hurt and I went down a dark path and God actually one night yelled at me and told me that I was very close to being oppressed again and yelled at me that I had to come back to him and I mean it has just been a tough time you know and um so honestly I wasn't feeling like God was good I wasn't feeling like I wanted to go to him and have these moments and I just wanted to just sit and not celebrate things and just sit in my crap I'm gonna say crap on stage guys sorry but I was you know just sitting in all my stuff and um it was like 1 30 in the morning one day and I went to listen to a song that was like pretty much just crying out to God like I hate my situation I'm so over this I don't want to be here you know and so like this is how I'm feeling and this is what I want to listen to and God said listen to the song you are good and I was like um I don't think so I don't think I'm gonna do that um and then I was like fine I guess I'll listen to you and I'll listen to this song about your goodness okay and so I put my headphones in you know because it's 1 30 in the morning and I live in Marie so I don't want her to like hear me you know because I'm not sleeping at this point too I'm having like intense insomnia so I'm like okay like I guess I'll just put in these headphones and listen to you are good you know and so I start walking around the house and I'm like, still don't feel good, you know, just still feeling bad. And then I like have weird moments in the bathroom, okay? And I don't mean like I'm sitting on the toilet in the bathroom, <laughs> but like I just have these weird moments in the bathroom. Like I got my calling brushing my teeth, okay? I don't know. It's just weird things. So um, I walk in the bathroom, literally open the door, and all of a sudden I take like, I don't know, maybe one, maybe two steps, and I'm like, I have to stop and it was just like the Holy Spirit fell on me and I had to close my eyes and I had to put my hands in to the air and I was just like God you're so good like I don't know what's wrong with me like one minute I was like nope and then the next I was like whoa I just can't do anything but praise you and I have no idea why and so then um then all of a sudden, all these thoughts, thoughts just started coming to my mind, and I was like, I gotta write everything down. So then I just like didn't even brush my teeth or anything. I just like ran back in my room, and I'm like, okay, I gotta write all this down. So wrote all, wrote all of it down, right, you know? And hold on one second, let me flip to my page. Okay, so now, I'm gonna read some of my thoughts to you, which is like hard for me, but I feel like once you're betrayed by someone you really, really trust, God doesn't want you to sit in that and he wants you to forgive that person and I've just really been struggling with that. And um, so I felt like God kind of challenged me today of, I know that you wanna close yourself off to vulnerability, but I need you to talk to these people and open yourself up. So this is me opening myself up. Um, so what I write, I'm going to not start at the beginning. I'm going to start at a different spot. And I put here, 
At Spare Um, God gave me a vision of me lying on the ground in the dark, and he came and he laid beside me, and he touched my cheek and said, I will sit with you even in the dark. The next day is when I got the news that completely rocked me, and not in a good way. The hits just kept coming too, and let me tell you, I was already feeling overwhelmed before those two more hits. I am not someone who takes pain well either. Pain makes me shut down and push people away. Trust me, I started doing just that too. What's weird about that vision is I thought the darkness would go away as soon as God came into the darkness with me, but that didn't happen. He just made sure to let me know that I wasn't alone and the only thing that got me out of that darkness was God. Which is then weird because I had that moment where God had to yell at me and tell me to come back to him. And then I put here, my hope and faith isn't in anyone except for God. If it's in anything else, then that's when I crumble. But even if I, have, even if I fall, he is there too. It's going to be catch me. Catch me. Um, and then, as I wrote this down, another memory came to my mind where I was doing this treasure hunt in Grand Rapids, and I, uh, this is embarrassing, but I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it. But anyways, I was at a big B, and I felt like we just had this really great moment with this one guy, and I wasn't paying attention, and I had my cup in my hand, and I'm talking, you know, because I talk really fast, and I'm just like going, and I trip over this thing in front of me, and I think I'm going to bite it, you know, like definitely, like I'm, I'm seeing my life just like flash before my eyes, and then I have this uh, window in front of me that I can't see, and it catches me, okay? So y'all need to know that for this part. And so... Um, I put in here, even though I couldn't see it, it was there and it was catching me, which the glass is supposed to represent God. Um, and then I put in here, am I still hurting? Absolutely. But this pain is only temporary and I will keep holding on to those 1.30 in the morning moments where I can't even brush my teeth because I have to close my eyes and raise my arms and praise God for his goodness, just like Mary did. And so... If you don't feel in the Christmas spirit this year, guess, guess what, guys? You're not alone, okay? And it's okay. Like, God understands that not every year we're around this time we're going to be like, yes, Jesus, you know? Like, sometimes he'll just come into that dark moment with you and he'll just sit with you. And that's okay. And don't beat yourself up if you're in this, like, dark moment and you're curled up in a ball on the ground, and you're just crying out to God, and you're crying out to Jesus, and that's okay. And so if you've been beating yourself up lately because you feel like you're not measuring up to what your idea of what God wants for you, then I'm releasing you from that. And you don't have to be what everyone tells you to be. You can just go to Jesus and ask him to just sit with you. And then maybe after he sits with you, you'll just have your 1.30 in the morning moment like I did. I don't know. Um, also, when I was writing all this, I also thought about um, the day that I came to the Lord and how, this is awful to say, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> 
So I only went to church the first time back when I was 23 because my friend Derek just like kept annoying me about it and I just didn't want to listen to it anymore. And so I said, fine, if I go this one time, will you just never ask me again? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, great. And so I went to church and I'm like, in my head, I'm like this, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like this. I'm not going to enjoy this. I'm just going to shut my friend up. Walk in the door and I'm just like, this just feels like a church. All the church, all the churches do is they hurt me. So I'm just here, you know? And so I walk in, I sit down, the pastor starts speaking and he literally starts speaking about how he came to Jesus and he was not someone you would have liked. And I had never heard a pastor talk about their struggles. It was always, they got up on this stage, they made it seem like they had it together. I obviously didn't. So I was just like, I don't like this. I've never seen someone real and authentic in a church. And this pastor changed my mind. And from that day forward, I was, I, God just started slowly working on my heart. And now here I am up on stage going to be a pastor in, I guess, a day, or I guess today, I don't know, someday. <laughs> um, but what I wanted to do with you guys today is I wanted me and Jamin to do a song, which I don't know where he went, but there he is. And <laughs> we're going to do a song, and um, we're just going to sing about how God is good. It's not the same song, by the way. Okay, I was going to do the same song, changed my mind, we're doing a different song, but it's the same theme, it's the same thing, and so I would just challenge you guys to um, just go to God, or just even sing the song and sing the lyrics, and if you are struggling with thinking that God is good, or just struggling with something else, it doesn't even have to be with that, that you would just have this moment with God. However, God wants that moment to be.